Welcome to the GMS Podcast, brought to you by GMS Distribution. GMS specializes in temporary portable power distribution equipment for the restoration contractor. I am your host and owner of GMS, Jared Steer, and today I will be talking to my friends. Hey, there we go. All right. We are recording. I have, I don't even know <laughs> where to start. Um, I guess, I guess we'll, st- we should start in March. Let's, yeah. Let's. I guess let's start in March. So, uh, in March, I have Tom McGuire on the podcast. And so, you're returning guest to the podcast. But in that one, not only do we talk about you and everything you were doing with the Edge and your Large Loss Mastery course, but you also extended an invite to me to come down to Cape Canaveral to the Space Kennedy to kind of your finale class yep. of the year. Yeah. And now we're here. Yeah, we're here. I can't believe it. And and, and we just, and now we're finished. And it's like, dang. And now, <laughs> yeah, so to kind of give a timeline to it. Um, well, this class started three days ago. Is yep. that right? Or four days? Well, th- this is our fourth day. This, this is, is the fourth day. day. So, class, yep. so class started four days ago. We are, are literally sitting right in front of the, the screens that you taught off of. Yep. And what, an hour ago, these seats were full of, of students. Yep. We yep. just ended. And we crowned our, our very first super course champion. Super course champion. Super course. Yeah, it was, it was uh, a blend of our Large Loss Mastery Elite and Large Loss Mastery Next. And our first, the first time that we've done that. And it was, it was pretty intense. It was so much information. It was intense. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> it was, I, I think I've worked harder these last, so I took the class. Usually I just show up and I hang out in the back with some of the other vendors and, and talk to people. But you, you wanted my butt in the seat and taking the course. And uh, yeah, so and I, I took it. Your team did good. We did. Yeah. I had a good time with those guys. You were second. You finished second place. No, we didn't. We were like a million off. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not about the, the money. It's, about, it's well, not I think about it, the final dollar. It's about the scope of work. I'm pretty sure, though, that when you're a million off, you're out of business at that point. So, <laughs> oh no, I think our bid our bid was a little a little light, but I had so much fun. Um, I guess you know some shout outs for me. I was with with Randy at a remediation specialist out of Orlando, and then John Burkhart, and he's out of Orlando too. At uh, I know this name Q. It's either QDB or QBD, something, mm-hmm. something like that. He's gonna. He'll understand because I've been messing it up the entire <laughs> the entire class. But uh, yeah, those two guys and yeah, we had a we had a really good time. But it was a lot of work. It you know it it really. Um, it, it, when I when we put the, when I put this class together, I wanted I wanted to close out this year because this this year has just been uh, crazy. Sure, you know it's just been a crazy 2020. I think. You know, it was a very painful year for a lot of people, but for me and Large Loss Mastery, it was a year of reckoning. It was a year of, of okay, you know, COVID comes along in March and pretty much shuts down all, you know, training, in-person stuff, and and I had to evaluate, you know, and, right. and decide, you know, what I was going to do. And it's like, okay, you know, I just decided to be, 
pissed off at COVID <laughs> and, <laughs> and by, and just keep driving forward yeah. and, you know, and be relentless and just working seven days a week and keep putting together, you know, quality product. And, and as the year went by, it was just like, okay, you know, I wanted to close out the year here with, with, uh, something really big and special. Yeah. And that's what, and, and, and I'm looking around and, and where we're at right now, it's like, I can't believe it, you know, and it's been, and all, all week I, would, I was in here, you know, uh, just looking at everybody that was here because we were, we were sold out for all intent and purposes. And, and right. uh, how many people were here? Well, we had uh, 24 attendees. Okay. And then with, uh, with everybody, we had about 30, which is about all we could do for, you know, in our COVID world. And sure. So, for the space. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, very exciting. I've, you know, I pinched myself. You know, very blessed. You know, to have uh, thrived in this year. Yeah, and very, uh, very humbled by everything and sitting, and sitting here and going, "Damn, this just happened." Yeah, it did. <laughs> and what's so exciting is I get to get to see everybody. You know, see the lights come on. Yeah, you know, they you you see them dim out because they're like they're like man, there's a lot of stuff that we're, what are we doing? You know, we need so much information. And then all of a sudden it clicks and you, and you, and you see it in everybody's eyes and you, and you feel it, you know, and when you, and when you see the, you see the final product, the, the proposals that are put together that you guys put together right. are, are fantastic. You know, that here are a few, you know, three days ago you were strangers and now you work together and put together a proposal that I would, that I would put out there on any job. Yes. Yeah. And for, I guess for people who don't really know what the, what the class is, I mean, you basically, it's a, it's a, it's a case study. It's a, uh, uh, you're put in a hypothetical situation, but you, but we get to go to an amazing facility. Your classes always happen at, at an amazing facility. And this time we were at the Kennedy space center. Uh, so we took an afternoon, we take a bus ride out, walk through the Kennedy Space Center, and you have a, a sheet that tells us all of the damages that, that have happened at the Space Center. And we have to go around. We need to go into the building to be assess what materials are in there, how many levels, we, uh, all of these things. We're basically, we're walking the job yep. and putting together, we have to put together a proposal. We have to put together an estimate. And, uh, I mean, and, you, and we were there like four hours. Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess what, what I'm trying to get across to listeners, like, this is, like, this is, it's big. It's, it, I mean, I mean, it isn't, you know, you, you, here's your case study, you know, on a, on a little piece of paper and you figure, like, no, we went to the facility, we had four hours to walk around and we used, our, I mean, my team used all four hours to get all the notes that we needed, pictures that we needed. And then we're also competing but kind of like real, real life, real world, you're competing with others too. But yeah. in this class, we're competing against other teams, and so yeah, we're we're all walking around and, and getting these things, and then we 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 bring them back, uh, and we start building our proposals based on what what you've taught us yeah. in the course. And and when we say building a proposal, I've never seen proposal I mean, we're talking <laughs> when they're finished completed projects these are bound books that have 30 40 pages maybe yes. even more than that yes i mean they're and they're beautiful yes and and the, the, the one thing um, that i try to get across to to everyone and everybody that's listening um we're, when we talk best practices and when we talk 
uh, industry standards. This is what this is all about. And it's not about anything other than giving you the best tools, the tools that have been used by the experts in the industry for decades. Right. In fact, that's where mo- all of this comes from, just learning from the best over, over the years. I've been very blessed to have worked with some of the best people in this industry, um, some, of, some of the founding fathers, if you will, of the industry. And I have to give all of my kudos to them, you know, for, you know, what they gave me over this time. And so what I'm doing is really carrying the torch. Now, when you say, when you're, when you're talking about these guys, who, who are they? Who are we, who are we talking about? Well, we've got uh, a lot of the guys that I grew up with. um, And then when I started in the industry with uh, Bill Boss and Nancy Leo and, and Joey Taylor and you know, some of the founding people of, of, of this business and Brad Key and Mickey Lee later on with Munters and, you know, just, uh, you know, there's so many, you know, that have, uh, and Lauren Reed, a very uh, influential and all mentors and Lauren was probably the biggest mentor and probably, well, he was the reason why I started Large Lost Mastery and uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Well, and now, and well, and I remember I talked to you sort of in between, between our first podcast and this one, we've talked a couple, you know, quite a few times. Um, but one of the times you were, you were telling me kind of what you were alluding to before with the COVID that you, you just had your head down and you were working until one o'clock in the morning. And if the, if you have to stay in your apartment, then you're going to sit behind the computer and stay in your apartment. And, and now I kind of thought you were full of shit when I talked. I was like, "What? A, he's not really working that hard." But but now coming to the class and seeing this binder and seeing how many slides and how many I mean individual presentations there. There's over ten of them, and yeah, no, I believe you. You were there's, there's, you were probably there till two o'clock in the morning. Oh, there were days where it was four, four thirty. You know, and <laughs> and um, it just goes by so quickly. Even even. With this present, with this uh, the presentation for this for this class, and revamping it, re in in building it, there's over, I probably probably 400 hours in this thing. Wow! And just revamping it, it, classes that I've already done and bringing it into you know this the super course, the super course. And so it was, uh, it's it's a it's a journey. You know, yeah. and what I what I try to do is is take people on that journey with me, because it's it's cool, and I want people to to gain the knowledge, but also have a little bit of fun to enjoy it. I want this to be the best class that they've ever been. Yeah, and and I've heard that several times today from people that have been in the industry for a long time. I said, man, Tom, this was literally the best class that I've ever been to, and. And that's why that's why I do all of that, and that's why you know we're sitting here right now, and you look around, it's like, dang, you know, this really happened, and re- you know, really, all that, all that uh, hard work, and all the the late night, and and redesigning, and and putting together a new a new book, and and everything. But yeah, it was it was, and it was all because of COVID. I did stuff this year that I had planned on doing until next year. Sure. Yeah, you have time now. Yeah. Well, it was. It was just. I was. I had so much energy because I was so. I was. I was just mad because, you know, COVID was trying to steal my year. 
yeah. and I and I refused for that to happen. And, and and the result is, you know, as you know, now it's kind of a letdown because we're we're done, you know, <laughs> essentially for the year. And I'm like, <laughs> dang. <laughs> well, don't consider it a letdown. Consider it a relief. <laughs> you know, it is, and, and I I think that's my 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 biggest. Uh, I I have a hard time, you know, because I, I'm still like, you know, driven to to make it better. And in yeah. next, next year, we're going to introduce you know a business development piece, which will be really cool. Um, so we're going adding to our our uh, large loss mastery. Uh, elite and large loss mastery next classes and, and getting into uh, some more online stuff um, and then into the business development piece. So really, um, really excited about next year. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm even more excited about COVID kind of, you know, getting, oh, I think everybody getting is. under yeah. control My and, goodness. and we can move forward and, uh, and get back to, uh, to, you know, what we need to be doing. Yeah. But I never stopped. You know, everybody, somebody else may have, but I did not. I don't know. I don't know if I stopped. I think I just planned more hunting trips is all I did. <laughs> That's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. Oh. I, no, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't balanced out yet. No. I'm still, I'm still about 90% work. <laughs> and, but I, I, I love what I do. Yeah, and and when we're here and we see and I look out and I see that sometimes it just catches me like, damn, you realize these people are here, you know, for something that came out of my head, you know, four years ago. Yeah, you know, and not just out of my head, I shouldn't say, but out of all that experience. I would say the knowledge that you've attained from your experience. All of, all of the people that have been in my life have have uh, have made this. Yeah, and, and it, I'm just the. Uh, I'm just the, uh, I just deliver the message. Well, it, it's, I, I know when I came here, I mean, so, so with taking this course, um, you know, and then to follow it up, you know, when we start making these proposals, it's, it's homework mm-hmm. for us. It is not like, okay, we're going to spend the day making the proposal. No, you're still, you're still running through your slides and, and lectures and, and information. And then we get a chance to, you know, work on, but, I was here with my team until seven o'clock last night, you know, working on them. And then we were back in here early this morning and we had some time to work on them. Um, But, you know, there's a real, like when we got done, I think, you know, when we first started, it's like, oh my gosh, this is a lot. Like we have to do all of this. And, and you just kind of, you just kind of get into it and you put your head down and start going. But, you know, when my team sat there and we looked at the finished product today, I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't take a smile off of anybody's face. I mean, we were like, it was, it was such an accomplishment yeah. that, that I could tell my team felt. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, but even moving on from that. So it's like, so for me right now, and I don't, I don't know what you're going to do about this <laughs> because I see, I see a potential problem, Tom, <laughs> for me right now, I just turned in my proposal. Uh, you graciously said I got second place. I don't believe you at all, but thank you for that. Um, everybody tied for second. Everybody, there we go. That sounds that sounds accurate. Everybody always tied. <laughs> but like we just turned in the proposal. I want to imagine that we won the job, and now I'm going. Well, now what do we do? And I'm like, Tom. I need another four days so that we can complete this project. I don't. What do we do now? How do we do it? <laughs> well, you know it's. On one hand, you know, we, 
we do need another day. And, uh, but then some people are like, man, I, they're, they're cooked. Yeah. Cause the last couple of days, it, it's always like this where, um, all of a sudden you, you know, you find yourself in a competitive mode, competitive spirit, excuse me, and, and working hard. Yeah. And, and, um, staying up and, and just, you know, it's 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 probably I can't I don't think there's a, another class like it where where you actually willingly work through you know till eight o'clock at night and right. for the last two nights it's been like that and so it's I, I take a lot of pride in, in 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 that it's it's a very unique class that you won't get anywhere else and I w- I'm just going to continue to you know come up with ideas and stuff and because it doesn't shut off right it's always running and and so i'm always looking you know for what's next i know one of the one of the um what would i say like a suggestion from a couple of the guys in my team they they thought it would be really cool so now we have the proposals in and in class ends but if we had a little bit longer to then discuss some of the logistics of the job Mm -hmm. To see, and this is where I thought it was interesting, and this is where you know the the camaraderie in these classes and coming together, meeting other people. How do you do this? Why would you do this? And I saw that when we were doing the walkthroughs. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were doing the walkthroughs, you know, my team is collaborating, and, and why would do I would do this? Why would you do it like that? And and they picked up a lot of information from each other. I mean, I could see it. Now I I didn't. I I don't have a restoration company, but but while I'm listening to them interact, I'm like, oh, he just got a good idea from Randy. Randy just got a good idea from John, and you know, and those things keep getting passed around to where they they also thought it would be cool if we did like after the proposals. Then okay, how would the teams execute the jobs and and keep continuing that like I'll call it internal learning. Or, or collaborative learning, and what and what you're describing is a large loss mastery next. Okay, and, and so um, that would be the next part of what we what we were doing. And so, when we do our large loss mastery next class here, which we we haven't done one here yet, that would be exactly what we would be doing is picking up right where we leave off. And when we went out to Kennedy Space Center, it would be about logistics. It would be about operations, and so. That is exactly what would happen next. So you ha- you have that. that's ready to go. Yeah, it's all it's all it, that's that's actually what we were already doing. Okay, we just didn't go out. We the, the next phase of this would have been for this to be a five day class. Okay, and then for tomorrow for it to go back out to Kennedy to Space go back Center. out to Kennedy. Yeah, that's yeah. And, and so I I probably the next time we do a super course, it may be a situation where it may it may not be a full day out there. Maybe. You know the, I don't. I, I'll figure out the logistics, but there are, are facilities out there, and I've been talking to them to to actually spend you know the, an entire day out there um, if we need to, and so and they're in their in their uh, convention center. Yeah, and so it's there are a lot of things that are clicking around in here that um, that I want to do after after doing this one the first time. There's some changes that I want to that I want to make to it to tweak it even even yeah. better. Yeah. So now where do you, so when I saw you, well, I came in I guess for for a timeline. Today's Friday, 
Uh, my wife and I came down here Saturday. We came down early to hang out with you. And when I saw you then, like, you're, you're just, like, the excitement was hardly containable. You were, like, ready to get class going. It was, and I could, and I could tell you've worked, you've worked so hard. You put so much time and effort into it. And it's like, it's almost here. Like, that start day is almost here. And I, so I saw all that excitement. And then through the class, I mean, I, you come through, you're a very confident guy based on the experiences that you have, and I, you should be. But that comes, I would, I would not want to bid against you. Let's put it that way. That'd be a very tough job to win. Um, well, you win and lose. <laughs> it'd be second place again. Yeah, it's a, second well, place it's, for me. It's not, about, it's not about winning or losing. It's about playing the game. We just wrapped up this class. Is there any, like, favorite part for you is there any day is there any like one of the sections that you, that you teach on is the, is it grading the proposals like what stands out to you is this something that you really look forward to you really enjoy the last day is always is always good it's always probably more nerving for me than any for for than for the guys because really if, or for the attendees i should say um uh because because it's like I, I see how much work everybody puts into this. And it's a, it's like, wow. Yeah. How can anybody lose? How can I actually say that any of you have lost? Lost, yeah. But, you know, they're in life, there is one winner. Right. And everybody else is second. We just make up second, third, fourth, all that to make it other people <laughs> happy. But in all, in all reality... You're either first or you're second, so it's hard. It's it's uh, it's it's interesting for me because I look out there and I was like, man, look at all the. I and mean, I watch everybody when they're working hard. And it's just like it's like wow, you know, there isn't really anybody that that loses. You know, the, there is a winning proposal, but everybody here had winning proposals. Everybody here uh, did an outstanding job and and went. For, farther than I think they they thought they could I think so and yeah and when I love I love the beginning the, the first day is always is really my favorite and the last day uh the first day because the last day is when the light bulbs are on yeah and you can look around and you can see everybody is getting it the first day when I put out the the uh, past proposals and we're looking at them and and when we were in when we were in Atlanta uh, three weeks ago, when I brought those out, or maybe it was Milwaukee, it was one of those two cities, and and I brought out those proposals, and and one of the guys said, said "We have to do that." Yeah. <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, these are the winning proposals." I think I was the guy this year that said it. <laughs> and he and he was and and he said, "Do you do you bind them?" I said, "No, I don't. I don't bind them. I, that's for you to do. You know, if you want to, you don't have to. You put it in a folder and give it to me. That's fine too. But you know, you know, it's a it's a point or two. Yeah. <laughs> and so, well, um, and with that, so you're. I mean, you're relying on teams to. To basically leave the facility and go find a Kinko's effects to when we're to, yeah. to bind them. Some, I mean, sometimes, sometimes, yeah. You know, this was the first time that we supplied everything just because uh, we're it was such a tight it was schedule, a time, yeah, tight schedule, and I didn't want everybody going all over the place. But 
but um, in past classes, so it's it because it, it makes it interesting. Yeah, it makes it competitive, and or it's a real life scenario. Yes, and the beautiful thing of it is that when we when we step out here on day three or day four, and and I look at them, and I said, you know, when we started here, you know, on the first day, and I brought these books out, they all looked at me like, we have to do that. And then I take their books and I put them right beside it. And I said, can you tell the difference now? Yeah. And it's really cool. Well, I, I looked through, I glanced through everybody else's books just real quick. Mm-hmm. But they are, they're, I think they all look really good. They all look very good. No, it's, you know, they're, it's, um, it's, um, it's, it's a, a, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's it's when I see them. In fact, I have all of them, and because I can't throw them away. Yeah. And just because it's like you guys work so hard on that. Now some of them I have thrown away <laughs> 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 because there was a couple of times where people just you know they just turned it in just to get you know whatever and and um, but, <laughs> but most of them <clears throat> most of them I still have. Yeah. And. And boxes, and so I have boxes of these, of these, of these fake proposals, proposals. hypothetical proposals. You know, because people work so hard on them. Yeah. And uh, and I I appreciate it. I mean, do you think it's it's kind of uh, ah, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, it's almost like I would say maybe self gratifying, but or just like you know the it's kind of a, a all the hard work that you've put into it. You you see the results when the proposals come in. I mean, to go from from day one to where people are questioning if they can even do this. Like, are you serious? We have to do this. <laughs> to then the last day, yeah, there were some amazing proposals turned. I mean, I would I would hate to bid against any of those guys turning turning something in that looked you know that quality. Uh, any any of the proposals are of of high quality. And, and, and yes, you're not going to do that on every project. You're not going to go to that extent. But the reason why, reason why we're doing it is is for the practice of learning the best practices. You don't have to do it like that all of the time. Just, sure. Just for this class to show that you understand. Yeah. It's it's for the attendee to take what we give and pull bits and pieces of it that they want to put into their world. Right. And and blow it up, create their own, right? You know, create their own uh, mastery of of large loss. But you kind of get you give them those beginner tools and the confidence yeah. to to leave here and go do yeah. it. So the, so these are the things that make up a quality proposal. Well, and I think by you, because this is how you submitted proposals. So to me, you know, this isn't this isn't like a. a I want to say like a far-fetched thing where, where, oh, we're going way over the top here. No one does this. No, you've, you've done this. So yeah, in the past, if I was going to bid against you, this is the quality oh, every, that, I'm, that I have to come with. All the companies that I've worked for, all of the people that, that have contributed to my life in so many ways have done this. This isn't, this isn't just something that I do. This is something that, that people that know what they're doing People that are winning jobs, yes, and do. they're putting their. It might not be bound. It might not be, but it's the same format. It's the same. You know, you yeah. have your number, your scope, your your contract, your your numbers, 
And and if you don't get that, then it's going to be very difficult to ever break through and, you know, get that big job when you're against somebody that, that knows. People that practice that. Because what we're teaching here, every every big company in this, in, well, in, in, every big company that I've worked with does this. Yeah. And um, I was very fortunate, you know, working for, very blessed to have worked for Munters um, for 16 years and, and Mickey Lee, another mentor of mine, and, and, uh, and Lauren Reed and several others there. And, um, uh, and we always did it like this. It was always quality. Yeah. It was quality, period. And, um, you know, we were offering a drying standard when there was no such thing. You know, there wasn't even, there wasn't even a S500 or nothing, and we were offering a drying standard, you know, in the, in the early 90s. And so, you know, the training that we got from Munters and also the training that I got when I was uh, with, with all, the, all the gang from the World Trade Center in 93, probably the most talented group of individuals that I've been around um, to pull off things that, that, you know, today people would struggle to do. And, and so very blessed. I've taken all of that, everything that they've, they have given me and, and created this. Yeah. And, and it's, a, it's as much of a tribute to them as anything, you know, because. Well, when those proposals come in, it's confirmation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so, you know, it's, it's not for everybody. But then again, uh, you know, you know, not every, not all uh, contractors are created equal, um, and it's and it shows because uh-huh. you can you can look at proposals and consultants and and adjusters look at pr- proposals all the time, and you can tell who 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 who's got it and who doesn't. Uh-huh. And, and and it's something that has been in, instilled in our in our cul- in my culture of, of that I was brought up in for for decades. And so, this isn't something that Tom McGuire thought up. Or this large loss mastery is Tom McGuire. Yeah. Um, but everything in large loss mastery is everybody that I have been involved with in my life. Sure. You know? And so that's. That is, you know, even even Lauren Reed when he pushed me in this direction, he said, you know, you can do that. Why don't Why don't you do that? And and uh, and here we are. Yeah, we definitely have the you know the skill set for it, and I don't think that's something that can be taught. I mean, I've I've heard it um, with with some of the listeners of the podcast where there's like you just have, you just have like a natural curiosity to to talk to people, you know, talking about me and. Um, and I'm like, I don't like, I don't know. I just do it. But at the same time, like, I feel like the podcast is successful. You know, I'm, I'm here and, and it is me. Same kind of thing with large loss mastery. Like you, you have a skill set or you have a drive for this, this production quality and this, you want things to be perfect. And, and it shows and the information that comes across is presented. It's perfect information presented perfectly. Well, I just, I, I never wanted, I, I, and I don't ever want it to be like death by PowerPoint. I don't want people if, if, if sitting there going, 
oh my God, when is this going to end? Will somebody please, you know, you know, call me or get me away from here? <laughs> an emergency, you know, somebody, somebody get an accident or something, so I so I don't have to be at this class anymore. <laughs> you know, so it's like, and and I I don't want that, and so that's why there has to be a a, a, a entertainment quality about it and a in a higher you know you we can look around a room here and you know there's where the buffet line was so the buffet area over there and 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 just everything is, has to be laid out just right you know so that you're you're taking people someplace they haven't been before yeah this isn't you know a conference room someplace where we're, we're crammed in here and we're there has to be like you're at some type of an event, in some type of special, uh, I don't know, some type of like, I don't know. For me, I've it, it just, I've just been so lucky, you know, to be to have been at training events all over the world, and you know, coming out of dinner at one of them, and there's fireworks going off the Mediterranean, and when you when you're when you go through training like I went, what we went through with Munters. And which was all over, all over the world, and you know, yeah. and and just some incredible places, um, Stockholm and and Italy and Montreal and and just you know, you just you just it's kind of stuck in me. So yeah. so I'm like you know, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for you know fireworks on the ocean or something, you know, after after <laughs> after. Uh, after a uh, large loss mastery class, but it's, but you know, we have rocket launches sometimes we, we have one tomorrow. We just barely, just barely, we, the last two classes that we've had here in Cape Canaveral, we've had rocket launches. And so, so, you know, unplanned, I didn't plan it that way, but yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to go there. Somebody was saying that there's a chance that it may not be, may not be taken off tomorrow, depending on weather. And there's always a chance, but, uh, yeah. but I'll be there. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I'll either watch it take <laughs> off or I'll watch them put it back in the wherever the the rocket barn, wherever they keep rockets. Rocket I don't know. Barn. Is that where they? Is that where they go? Well, with, with, with the thing about rockets is there's always a fifty fifty chance that it won't happen. Okay. And so a lot of people fly in and they come in and and they make a vacation out of seeing a rocket go up. And then they say, well, it's supposed to go up. It's supposed to go up today at like five, and, and it doesn't. It might not go up until four days later at five, and they're still hanging around, and they finally <laughs> see the rocket go up, and it's it's a half a minute, you know, and it's and it's like for like two minutes and it's gone, and it's like there you go. Now what? So what's next for you? What are you looking forward to in in twenty twenty one? Twenty twenty one. Looking forward to uh, getting getting back into getting uh, into some private events. Okay. Uh, we have a lot of people that are interested in private classes. Okay. Um, which will be the elite course, the next course, and a blend. Okay. Um, and those will be live classes as well as online live classes. And then we'll have uh, the live the the big show will fire back up probably in April. And right now I'm shooting for Miami to fire off the year. Okay. And so. Uh, and I think we have uh, Reno, Lake Tahoe in there, which was one of my, which is my second home, and I uh, would like to get back there, and then possibly, 
possibly Phoenix, um, New York, New Jersey. Uh, what else did we have there? We had back here in Cape Canaveral to close your route. I usually usually try to close it out here because it's it's close to home and and I can put on a bigger a bigger show. Yeah, close to home because I don't I'm not dragging stuff around with traveling me. with everything. Sure. Yeah, and it gives me a chance to break out another projector. <laughs> you have how many projectors? Five. Well, I have five running right now. I have an extra um, as a backup. So. And you went and, and you went. You you downloaded the GMS logo, which is which I've never seen. My, my logo's got to be six feet tall back there. Oh, it's got, it's, no, that's that's more like uh, that's about, that's, you got to be at least eight foot. Eight eight foot eight yeah. foot tall. Lo- maybe, I've never maybe, seen my logo that big maybe before. Ten. And it looks it looks fantastic. It looks great. Yeah. Now I want to go get a projector <laughs> and put, put my logo, just shine it different places. Oh, it looks great. That's what I want to do I now. tried it out this morning before anybody came in. I was like, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, I've been having a lot of fun hanging out down here. And so aside from the class, I have got to spend quite a bit of time with you also. Mm-hmm. And there's one story you, were t- you told me. It was last night. And I want, I oh. want you to – I want you to – I want you to tell me more about this. Uh-oh. Surfing Santas. Oh, yeah, Surfing Santas. We, go, go ahead. What is, what is surfing? This is amazing. Well, in, in there's, there's very few places in the world where we have Surfing Santas in, in here in Cocoa Beach and in uh, Melbourne, Florida. And uh, it, it all started with some attorneys down on Fort, 14th Street. And they would surf every year, and I don't know all of the details behind that. But uh, so on Christmas Eve, it, it, it recently the last five years, it moved to downtown Cocoa Beach, okay. which which you know, you know, you've driven through. I've drive through two times a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it's you know, there's, it's you know, skyscrapers and, and, <laughs> and, and there's and it's you can walk <laughs> around it pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It may be, uh, it may be a mile by a mile, maybe, 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 maybe. That's generous. I don't, I don't think it's even that. I, but um, it's a great time. Uh, you come, you know, everybody. It's well, well, like we were talking about, you like you said last night when we were having dinner. People around here drink. <laughs> they, they do. Yes. <laughs> yes, and it's uh, and. And I really think that it gives people another reason why to get up at, at everybody gets up at 6 a.m. and drinks uh, Bloody Marys at the hunker down at, at 7 o'clock in the morning. And I think that's really <laughs> the reason why it took off. But, no, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of families and, you know, there's celebrities that come over. Like Doug Flutie comes over and he's a big surfer and, and a lot of different people. And, 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 it's, and it's every Christmas Eve. So it's it's a it's a it's a fun time, but it's actually gotten a little crazy because now there's like ten, fifteen thousand people that show up. Maybe even twenty. That's what you were saying. Yeah, I don't, where do they? I don't even know where they all go. Like we're talking like a area smaller than a mile by a mile. Yeah, they're just out on the beach and 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 people show up and their little kid, their kids are in in Santa suits and drinking Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Little kids it's crazy. drinking Bloody Mary. It's crazy. It's mayhem. It's mayhem. <laughs> On Cocoa Beach, but it's it's a fun time. Um, oh. It was it was a little bit more fun when it when it uh, 
when it when it was smaller. Okay. Because now people come from all over the place, and and um, but it's still it's still a fun time. But you were saying, but in all reality, it's just another reason for people in Cocoa Beach to drink. (laughs) Another reason. If you needed another reason, now you have surfing Santas. Well, and you were saying even the the surfing Santas. There's also it's called surfing, but there's parachuting Santas. Yes, yes. And this, and this, you know, have you ever watched uh, WKRP or Cincinnati? Remember that show? I do. Yes. And there was an episode where um, it was Thanksgiving. My favorite episode, and it's, and it's freaking hilarious. They decide, okay, so they're a helicopter, and they're reporting live, and they have live turkeys in the helicopter, okay? Okay. Somebody didn't think this through. Turkeys don't fly. And so they're doing a live report, <laughs> WKRP, and they're doing a live report, and they're flying over with these turkeys, and they're, they thought they would throw them out, and they would land, and they would come down to, to, uh, <laughs> to people. Well, turkeys don't fly, <laughs> and so, and so the reporter, Wes or Les or whatever, whatever his name, Les what Messman or whatever, he was like, the turkeys are hitting the ground like bags of wet cement. <laughs> oh, the humanity! <laughs> it was hilarious. Well. Come, go, coming back to surfing Santas, and when they first started, they had parachuting Santas. And the first year, parachuting Santas, yeah, it was fine. Coming down on the beach, no problem. The next year, 5,000 people showed up, and they had this little runway that <laughs> serving Santas, the flying Santas were supposed to land on. Well, not all parachuting Santas are created equal. <laughs> and... And it just reminded me, you know, last night when we were talking about it, it was like, man, that's just like that WKRP. <laughs> like, surfing, there's, there's parachuting Santas hitting the ground like bags of what's it was. It was like they're not, they weren't like hitting the ground, but they were like taking out people because like, like, they, they were not hitting that runway. Not they very were, accurate. They were, they were taking out grandma and <laughs> little kids, and okay, they were all over the place. Bloody Marys are spilling everywhere. <laughs> Bloody Marys were. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> but that's what. <laughs> that's, but so, so then after that, the next year. And it's all in Santa. It's all Santas. Also, oh, yeah. Like, like, I mean, as you as you're, I'm trying to visualize this, it's all Santas. That's, yes. This is happening. Grandma Santas, kids Santas, parachuting Santas. Well, yeah, so it's all, it's all like Santa on Santa crime. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, and so here, so the next year, okay, the, the, everybody woke up and said, okay, the week before surfing Santas, now, now the the flying Santas come 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 in over at the pier, and now they have the whole beach. <laughs> and so it's to separate the events. You can't combine separate them by a week. You can't combine them. No, no, it was not. When, at first, I, the first year was fine. The second year, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be fun." <laughs> well, right, like, and once and once you realize, like, "Oh, this was a bad idea," it's not like you can stop it. No, they're still coming. No, no, they got to come down. They're, they're coming down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh and like I said, not all not all Santas are created equal when it comes to uh, parachuting. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, it's hilarious. <laughs> but that's Cocoa oh. Beach. Cocoa Beach is a very unique and um, uh, very interesting, eclectic, whatever you want to call it, uh, leftover from the from the seventies or you know sixties, <laughs> and um, it's somewhat somewhat unspoiled. Yeah. Um, you know, there's not much of a pretentious person around here. I mean, there's people that think they're better than everybody else, but nobody cares. You know, <laughs> nobody, cares. nobody cares. I don't care what you got. <laughs> I've, I've liked it. I've been here for a week now, and if I've really enjoyed it, I haven't been here before. But it's, and it's just this. It's a long. It's just a long, narrow strip. Oh yeah, you're only on about a quarter of a mile to a mile at best. Wide, yeah, wide, wide, of, wide of land. And then it's how long is it? Uh, well, fifteen miles. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe something. Maybe from the port, from uh, Port Canaveral to uh, Patrick. Yeah, that, that that's probably twenty miles, maybe. Yeah, I'm trying to think of my my bike ride that I used to do all the time. It might it. It's an interesting fifteen miles, kind of fifteen miles. Yeah, like geographic landscape like it's just this real skinny yeah, just long hang, it just hangs out there and and uh and and it's it's a little welcoming little place that that people come to and and uh hopefully enjoy yeah and it's it's a it's a place that's really open for for everybody it's cool i was going to tell you um there's a menu in the condo that said you must go here <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> where where, where, where must we go? Cheesesteaks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Little, 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 uh, little Phillies. Yes. Yeah. We went, and they were, that was like, I was cool. The menus, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you go? Oh, yeah. We went. Yeah. Our waitress goes, she goes, have you been here before? And I was like, no, but there's a menu in our condo that says we must go here. <laughs> and no, so, little Phillies is awesome. Yeah, yeah, we both had sandwiches. They were delicious. They were, yeah, no, it was good. They're, they're, Everything that I've awesome. done and been here is is cool. It's a cool little cool little joint. It's it's got its it's got its pluses and minuses. What well, would I would think? Um, <laughs> what, the minor, what the minuses are? Well, there, minus, there's always minuses. <laughs> <laughs> I say it's gonna be it's gotta be hot. It's, we're in December. It's comfortable. I'm running around comfortable. It's very nice. Everybody else is kind of cold, but I'm I'm comfortable. It's very nice. It does get warm in in, uh, in uh, July, August, and September. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, steamy. I was going to say steamy, with, with, like with the way that it's the way that the you know going back to like how it's shaped, it's just skinny and long. There's like if you want to go if you want to go have a have a drink or go get something to eat at a restaurant on the water, it's like there's twice there's two times the restaurants on the water because there's one on each side of you when you're going down the middle. It's so that was that was really cool. Well, for for a town of well, Cocoa Beach has like thirty thousand people, okay, and Cape Canaveral has probably another thirty thousand people. So for sixty a town of sixty thousand people, we have about sixty restaurants and and probably a thousand bars. <laughs> <laughs> you can always get something to drink here. Well, there no if you if you go thirsty in Cocoa Beach, you got a problem. <laughs> you're well you're you're recovering <laughs> you're recovering <laughs> now how long have you been here i moved here in 1994 uh so 26 years okay yeah for quite a while yep yep well and it's uh which which is 
I, I think of that, and I, you know, that's another, I look around the room, and I'm, and I catch myself, you know, it's, man, it's been 26 years, man, what a journey it has been, you know, it's like, it's like, wow, yeah, you know, when I came to Cocoa Beach, it was like one thing, and now as I sit here, it's like, it is like, wow, it has been a journey, and um, it's been good, you know, I, I've been very fortunate, yeah, you know, been by the water and, you know, when I first moved here, I bought a bike and, you know, I was riding on the beach and, and it's like, I thought I was like the luckiest man on the planet. You know, man, there is nobody luckier than me. You know, yeah. it's like, or more blessed, I should say. Yeah. And, um, but I mean, it's, I, I think that's the way you have to live it. You have to be excited about who you are, where you are and what you're doing. And always be asking yourself is, 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 you know, what more can I do? Am I doing enough? What more can I do? Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's exciting. This, in this little town is, is I've traveled, you know, for 12 years of my life, I was on the road for 260, you know, days a year. Well, I say, and around the world. Yeah. And all, and just in all kinds of crazy <laughs> situations and places and, and at, at places I went to at the time that I did not want to be in, and it was just like horrible. And but now I look back on, it, I was like, oh, that wasn't so bad. You know, it's kind of sentimental. I'm, I'm kind of sentimental about things. I, I like to remember things and and kind of uh, uh, go down memory lane. You know, kind of say, yeah, yeah, blah blah, and kind of include that in my in my journey. Yeah. Now, you know, and so. And that's why so much of what you see with, with the class and, and, and everything is f- from all of the stuff that I've learned over the years from just amazing people and that gave me amazing opportunities to succeed and, and, uh, and fail, you know, because, yeah. you know, I've, I've failed as much as I've succeeded. And the, without, without uh, failure, there is no success. Well, I'm, I'm happy for you. I, l- I love I love all this. I love oh, what you're, you're oh, doing. You're, you're a part of it now. I, I, I don't know. How, I mean, I don't know how other than we're a part. You're a part of it now. Now you can just be, making you sit down and record a conversation. Now you can with be a me. judge. No, no, you've been through the class. Now you can be a judge. Oh, I can come back as a judge. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is getting better and better. <laughs> I did want to follow up though. You were talking about all the places you've been, which you have been. You have been to some amazing. Amazing places, and on a, on so and on so many projects too. What's I guess what's one of them that that kind of stands out to you? I mean, touch reaching that trying to trying to find that sentimental side for you. What's what's the project? And I don't mean like the most expensive or the most work, but something that something that stands out in your career of doing this. Probably the most. Um me traveling you know internationally is fun and all of that but I, I really love you know the United States and traveling to different parts of of our country is, is just amazing and I've been into every state except Alaska um, okay and I, I may just go there just to go there one time just you know, to, then yeah, you've done just, it just because you know I want to see I want to see uh, I want to see a polar bear you know going down the street you know that that I, I want to see that, 
I'm going to go up to Alaska, and I'm not going to leave until I see a polar bear go down the street. <laughs> <clears throat> but um, probably the the most endearing was, is is New Orleans and Katrina. Okay. Because I wasn't a big fan of New Orleans. I thought it was just a dirty, nasty town. You know, I, I went there a few times, and, and then Katrina happened. And when Katrina first happened, you couldn't just come into the city. And with Munters, we had a contract to do City Hall and to to pull all of the records out of the basement of City Hall and secure them. And okay. be, before that, before that could before that happened, they wouldn't let anybody in the city. So we were we were the only people. There were no contractors. Nothing was open. None of the hotels. No, there were no other restoration con- contractors in New Orleans. It was us and the National Guard. Okay. And that was it. And and so the and the only way into New Orleans was to come over to Pontchartrain Bridge in in uh on on uh on St. Charles and off a of River Road. So River, where River Road and St. Charles meet, we that's how you got into the city. That was the only way cuz all it was all mess and yeah. And every day that we would that I would come into into New Orleans because we had to stay in in Mississippi, and we would drive over. Um, it was it was just surreal, and I started to look around, you know, because there would be like a playground set, you know. There was you know there was nobody. It was just like it was like a an apocalyptic scene. Like all of the people were gone. Yeah, you know, almost like they're like you know now you know it's zombie. Well, it would be like zombie land. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but. But it was just like there was just nobody. Doors of the homes were open. Doors to cars were open. And it was it was then that I started to look at New Orleans and, and actually start to kind of fall in love with it. Because it was like, you know, this is, this place is really cool. You know, because, number one, I was I was able to drive up any street I wanted to. There was nobody there. Yeah. So I, could, I could drive anywhere. I go down the wrong way, whatever. It didn't matter. And and so kind of fell in love with New Orleans. So it's uh, and so Katrina. I spent ended up spending two years there. So I had no choice. But it was it was a very very interesting time, you know, in New Orleans and in uh, and after that. Now now I, now I'm there once a year just because you know just I have to I have to go back and just kind of walk around and feel it again and and. And smell it because it definitely smells. But <laughs> and the food and everything, the people, people are always good. And yeah, and it was it's a good good time. I would say New Orleans is is one of my f- very favorite places. Yeah. yeah, it's my now it's my favorite dirty town. I I I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's it's so. If I have to go to a dirty town, I want it to be New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's so much. There is so much to do. There is so much. And you there's know, so much history there. Oh yeah, it's it's amazing. And and, and when you spend, because I spent Thanksgiving there, Christmas, New Year's, Halloween, my birthday, you know, all of the holidays we we, we spent in New Orleans, and uh, twice. Yeah. And so really, you know, got to know the city a little bit and and have a little bit too much fun in, in New Orleans and. But then on the other side, meet a lot of the, the locals that would take you to places that you don't see. Yeah. You know, and they're really cool, like the little 
restaurants that are just ridiculous. It's like so so much talent in New Orleans with food, and and it's just it's 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 just ridiculous. Well, New Orleans is is really like one of those one of those cities to me where there's definitely like the tourist front, mm-hmm. and then like but if you can get, like get past that and find yeah. find somebody that yeah. re- like recommends something off the path. Yeah. And you can you can discover a whole new side of New Orleans. Yeah, everybody everybody always you know, Bourbon Street. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Bourbon Street is just like is yeah, it is what it is. Yep, and it's big beers and 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 loud people, and then but then you go off and you have Royal and Decatur Street and and um, you know just some of the other you know get down on 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 the the bottom side of uh, can't think of the word right now. Fleischman Street down there with the, the, most of the locals. It's just it's just really, it's a great place to get up early in the morning, and and go out early before the city wakes up. We used to do like a buggy, you know the, the we we'd pay like the the buggy rides that, that are in in um in the park there is it Washington Square I think it is or okay or Jefferson. Or, like a carriage ride? Yeah, you know where the bu- the buggy rides. Yeah, yeah. And I, what I recommend to everybody, if you when you get to New Orleans, you know, talk to one of them, hire them to pick you up about three a.m. and take a three a.m. buggy ride through New Orleans. It's amazing. It really? Is amazing. Yeah. It is. It it is really really cool, especially if it's not really busy. You can hear the the hoofs of the horses. You know clock on the road i mean you can almost fade away into you know the pirate days of of new orleans you know so it's really really cool i really like i mean kind of like what you're saying you know and i think it's the it's the it's the structures there it's the it's the architecture it's It's that design and it's i mean and i can i can i can see it like when you're talking about it because with those streets are so alive yep. all the time, and to yep. and to see them asleep. Yeah, no, it's amazing. The first time we we did when we did that, we had this great um, uh, driver. I can't remember his name right now, but he took us down. And at the end of um, at the end of Decatur, I think it was, it was the house where they where they filmed Interview with a Vampire. And it was so cool because it was just like, it was deserted and it was just like, damn, you know, you, I, was, I, I was wondering if Tom Cruise in there? Is Tom Cruise still in there? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you, you know, open the door and you creep in there and it's, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, it does. And it has that kind of vibe to it, too. It yeah. just has that feeling. Yeah. I don't know. New Orleans is a, it's a special place for sure. Well, it, it, it really is. It's so unique so unique and and i've 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 been there several times and i've gone back to places that didn't recover and taken some photographs and one of them is where uh the amusement park was um six flags i think it was six flags and it was right off of lake Pontchartrain there and it they, they never reopened and and now it's all abandoned and it's all like weird and creepy and really cool Huh. And I haven't seen. I haven't. Yeah, I snuck in there one time and and took a bunch of pictures and and uh, it's really cool. 
I'm going to, yeah, I want, well, I, I don't know that I'll ever go to it, but I definitely, I want, I'm sure there's some pictures online that would be. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of a. Yeah. You know, it's in those abandoned, you know, when you go to America's abandoned, a world abandoned places. I always like those, I always like those things because like, I, I like abandoned buildings because, you know, you just kind of think, you know, wonder, you know, what was that building like in its heyday mm-hmm. when all those people were in it and they were happy and they're working and, you know, whatever, whatever situation it was. And now it's just this vacant, you know. You like it, you could almost, I know what you mean. If I do the same thing. You can when almost I look, feel it. It's like you, you, have, you can, you kind of imagine a flashback. Yeah. And then, and then bring it to, you know, from there when it was, when it was in his heyday, when it was alive mm-hmm. to like, how did it go from that to yep. where it is now? Yeah, you go into an old, old building, old factory, and there's gantry c- cranes that are still there and machines that are still there, and you just look at it and say, "Man, what what was this place like?" And then, and exactly, then it's like, and then you can you can kind of feel the energy of 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 the old place, and it's it's really cool. Now, I do. I think. I mean. I think I've I think I have one more question for you, Tom. Okay. Um, in four years, you Sur- started with surfing Santas, or the, oh my gosh, the, the surfing Santa. I, I that's another thing I want to Google, and I need to see some videos on that. Well, and, and, you, and if you don't know the the WKRP, I gotta find that too. Go <laughs> listen to WKRP. Um, just uh, the Thanksgiving. <laughs> they were dropping live turkeys out of the helicopter, and they were hitting the ground like bags of wet cement. <laughs> oh, the humanity! Oh, the humanity! <laughs> <laughs> oh. And I don't know why. Last night when we were talking about that, I had that in my head, and I just didn't say it. But you have to listen to that. And once you once you, for for those of that that are listening that have you you know exactly what I'm talking about. So the surfing Santas, when you when we were talking about surfing Santas last night, I was telling that story. <laughs> I was equating it to the turkeys dropping out of the helicopter like bags of wet cement, because that's kind of what it was like carnage. <laughs> carnage on the car- beach. Five thousand Santas, <laughs> carnage. Yeah. Well, it, well, there's there's only there's only actually eight hundred surfing Santas. I think it's a how are there? That's got to be carnage though. I think ten people surfing would be carnage. Well, there, there's, they may not actually. And I don't be, surf, so I don't be, know. They may not actually be surfing. They're holding a surfboard or like laying on a surfboard or sitting on a surfboard. Uh, but it's it's a pretty cool. It's a lot. Of, it's a pretty cool thing. I don't know how we get back on the surfing scene. I I'm still <laughs> I'm still cracking myself up with the, <laughs> the turkeys with, with the WKRP <laughs> the turkeys because you got to hear it is it is just it it just is hysterical. Yeah, I know the show. I mean, but it, that was, I, I can't. That was the best episode. I'll find it. That I'll was, find it and listen to it. It was the best episode because they're making a big deal out of it. They're giving away these turkeys and everything. Big deal, big promotion and everything. <laughs> the helicopter starts flying over the big crowd <laughs> and dropping turkeys out there. Like, they don't fly. Turkeys don't fly. <laughs> they didn't think it through. <laughs> Turkeys are birds. Throw them out of the helicopter. It's fine. They got wings. <laughs> oh my gosh! 
Okay, going to, so now going back to what I said, what class came first, the elite or the next? Elite. Well, I guess I could have figured that out by the names of the classes. You would, your first yes. class wouldn't be named next. next. <laughs> okay. Okay, now that we well, got that called, out of the called, way. It's called next because elite was is the, is the estimating and contracting class. And, yes, and so you win. You estimate the job. You contract a job. You win the job, and then what's next is the project management piece. Right. Okay. So that's that's next. Is there a next two, or is there a third class, or how many how many classes do you have in your head? Well, there Tom? is a, there is a large loss mastery one, which is a two day course. And also an online course. And then there's an online video series, which is the elite course on online. Okay. Which you can get at largelossmastery.com and just sign up for it. It's like three ninety nine. You, It's yours, and you can watch it at your leisure. Okay. Um, and then there's the uh, Large Loss Mastery 1, which is a two-day course, which is the elite course or the next course, but in two days without the case study. Okay. So you don't get the hands-on experience like we had, like we had here, right? And the experience. So this was amazing. Yeah, the experience that you get in in the elite class live or the next class live is is uh, hard to put to words. It's it's it, it's one of a kind. Yeah. But now, do you have any other classes that are kind of floating around up there that we we might see in? Well, the business development piece. Okay. I want to put together a, a, a two-day business development class. Um, it won't be a hands-on class, but I'm looking for uh, the right people to teach that class. It won't be a class that I teach. I'm not a business development guy. Okay. I am a project, manage, project management and sales may, uh, blend. Sure. Hybrid, whatever. Um type of person, but I'm not a business development piece, guys, but I want to bring together a class that gives people the tools that they need right now. Yeah. You know, just like with Next and just like with with uh, with Elite, you know, everybody leaves here, you know, it's like the jump drive that we have all the information on that people download. It's, you know, it's gotten so big and robust that, that we're giving away more information on that jump drive than than most people give to their new employees in in large corporations, and so there's a ton on that jump there's drive. There's a lot on there. I need yeah. I, actually, I actually need to clean it up so it's more organized. So I couldn't even find stuff on there this this time, <laughs> and so I was like, "Dang, what did I do with that?" So I'm gonna use I'm gonna use the rest of December and January and uh, reorganize, shift some things around, uh, get some get some live online classes going in February and maybe one or two in January and, and then start prepping for, uh, uh, hopefully, hopefully we can go live hands-on. Uh, my goal is, is Miami. I, 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 I think that that would be a good start to the year. Oh, Detroit was another city that we had in there too. It was in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Detroit, New York, New Jersey. There's a, up in Jersey, there's a, uh, the world's biggest mall. I think they just opened in. Uh, that would be a good case study. And so that was. They opened a bigger mall than Mall of America. Yeah. 
Yeah, oh my it's gosh. Got, it's got like a ski resort in it and and waterfalls and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I think it's just I didn't even heard of this. Yeah, it's it's COVID kind of stole us its thunder. Unfortunately, I said, well, now I'm in Seattle, some of the complete yeah. opposite end of the country. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know anything that happens in Jersey. Well, you know, the, the longest flight in America is Miami to Seattle. So I almost it, did it. Would it. be shorter. I did Orlando. Yeah, Orlando to Seattle. Yeah, it's, it's got, it's got to be a five and a half hour. I think it's. It's just over five. Yeah, it's six hours. Well, depending way. on which way you're going. Yeah, I think going. It's an hour difference. Yeah, going home, it's it's longer. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I did that a couple times. Yeah, that'll be the – download a bunch of Netflix. I'll edit some podcasts. I'll edit this podcast while I'm doing it. <laughs> well, Tom, I'm getting hungry. I know you're hungry. Wrapping up, is there anything – is there any like final thought from Tom McGuire after he finished his large lost super course here in Cocoa Beach, home of the surfing Santas? <laughs> Other than, other than I'll, I'll give a, a shout-out to the Chamber of Commerce of Cocoa Beach. If you haven't been to Cocoa Beach, come to Cocoa Beach. Come check out Surfing Santas. And, um, and if you haven't experienced a large loss mastery uh, or if you haven't, you know, been through a large loss mastery experience before, you, you need to. Um, if you are involved in anything in insurance, restoration, risk management, uh, facilities management. You, if you want to learn the best practices and best uh, uh, the the standards of the industry, what what everybody should know, what every restorer should know, whether you're uh, residential, or whether you're commercial, or whether you're a big company, you need to know the best practices of the industry and the standards by which we should be working by. Yeah. And, um, and that's what we do. And, and, and that's, you know, that's what this is all about. And it's all about, you know, you know, giving people the tools that they need to succeed and, and come back and tell me their, their success stories. Every, every class or somebody that goes out and they, they sign uh, a big project and they write a great, great contract and, Every time that it's every time, so I, it it warms my heart, and yeah. um, I wish everybody could experience it, and they should. It should be on your bucket list. Put it on your bucket list, people. <laughs> large <laughs> loss large mastery. mastery is now on everyone's bucket list. Put it on list. your bucket list. Because, well, hopefully you because do it after this one. After this one, this this is ridiculous. I'm still looking around. Yeah. A GMS podcast. Up I there. see it. Yeah. That is ridiculous. I well, I'm, and I have the ones behind <laughs> me. That I'm that I'm looking at. Yeah, this was this. I've been wanting to do this, and um, and I got the five projectors out, and and I was tempted to put six up. <laughs> we talked about that. And said, <laughs> I think there's. I don't know what the number is, but there's definitely a number for too many projectors. Well, I want to. I want a combination of like a video wall <laughs> <laughs> and projection. <laughs> An IMAX. I want to put Large Loss Mastery in the IMAX. In IMAX. <laughs> the places this is going. Get on board, people. Yes. Schedule your Large Loss Mastery experience today. 
<laughs> Tom, it is an honor. Thank you so much for having me down here. Thank you for letting me participate in the class and and for being on the podcast. Thanks for everything, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you, brother. I think. My pleasure. Let's go get some steak and beers. Yeah. Or some sushi. We can do sushi, too. All right. Let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, everybody. That'll do it for us here. Broadcasting live out of the large loss mastery studios here at Cape Canaveral, Florida. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you Tom. Buddy. Uh, <laughs>